have you ever thought of starting your very own podcast? Doing the research, I found something that would have made editing easy and seamless and makes the podcasting experience just that much easier. And I am talking about Ludo. This is a podcast software that I use for our editing of our episodes. It is amazing. It is easy. You're also able to get help from chat, doing chats and getting the information that maybe you just need a little more help with. They also have access to different articles that can also help you that have been just godsends for me. Also with Aludu, you can create clips, you can do your ads, thus like this very one I'm doing right now, and you can create your trailer very seamlessly just by the clicks of buttons. You can also use Aludu to publish your episodes just straight from the software. It's so easy. I highly, highly recommend it. You can get access to Aludu by using our unique link, which you can find our show notes just down there at the bottom at the show notes. And you can get access to an easy software. Welcome to Reality Tea Times 2, the podcast where we discuss all the trash reality TV we love to hate. I'm Tanika, and guys, I'm so sorry that this is late. I know, like, you're probably going to get this either the day the next episode airs or the day after. Um, unfortunately, things did not go as planned this weekend. Um, dealt with some health stuff, um, and uh, yeah, it would have made it pretty impossible for me to to podcast comfortably. So, but everything is kind of back to normal now. Um, we're gonna get through these as much as possible, which is why I wanted to get this out to you without waiting for the next episode. Um, so yeah, we're gonna talk Bachelorette today, but before we do, a couple things, which I know now is probably a little late in the game, but, um, just a quick hot goss, and then I also have um, a little news as well as an announcement before we jump into the episode. But first with the hot goss, Gabby, Bachelorette from, I guess, a couple seasons ago now, um, who we did see earlier on in this season, she has recently come out. Um, I don't know what she identifies as. I'm, I'm not sure if she's come out and said that, if it really matters, but she is dating a woman for the first time. 
um, she basically went on the view um, and said that she kind of always wanted to live her truth. And you now on Instagram, she said that she's been dating this woman for about three months and she's loving it. She is dating a woman who is a comedy writer. Her name is Robbie Hoffman. I do have a picture of them together. So I'll post that to Facebook, Instagram, and threads. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll discuss that more. I do have a one more thing that I'll discuss as well, but I'll wait for the toe episode because it's a little more related to to someone on there. Um, but that's basically it for the hot goss. Now for the announcement. And I'll announce this a few more times throughout the week in case someone doesn't listen to all the all the episodes. But there's one show in particular that I absolutely loved and definitely wanted to cover. And that was F-Boy Island. Now, it saddened me when I found out that it was being canceled. But wait, is it really? Apparently not. Apparently, HBO canceled them, but they were picked up by the CW. And the new season is going to be premiering on October 12th at 8 p.m. And in terms of watching it, depending on where you are um, in the world, you can watch it on Amazon Prime. Um, for Canadians, we can still watch it on Crave, because that's where I was watching it. Um, so that's where you can get it if you're interested in watching it. We are definitely covering the show. I'm very, very excited <laughs> for it. Um, and there is a little bit of, well, one person has been confirmed because they said it's kind of, I guess, a little more difficult to really confirm who's going to be on it. As if maybe the women are probably a little easier to confirm um, than the men. But um, there is one woman who has been confirmed will be on this season. And for those who remember, Katie Thurston, who was also our bachelorette at one point, she is going to be one of the women on FBoy Island. Well then, <laughs> everything else still remains the same. Um, Nikki Glaser will still be our host, thank goodness, because I absolutely love her. I think she's great for the show. Um, so yeah, that's where we're at with that, but definitely wanted to say that for everybody that we will definitely be covering it. Um, and I think that's basically it. I think now we can just jump in to the episode, season 20, episode six, hometowns. So our first hometown date is with Aaron and it's going to be in Texas. I think Houston, I believe. Um, and Charity says that she hopes they can get back on track because they are, they were so strong in the beginning. 
but you know, they've definitely fallen off a little bit. Does bring up like once they meet up, he does bring up to her that, you know, the love word hasn't come up between them at all. And he does wish that that had happened before he, she was meeting his family, but you know, tis what it is, right? Under the circumstances. So now we are going straight into him taking her to his parents. And she's going to be meeting his mom, dad, big brother, little brother, and his sister-in-law. His little brother is married. Before he actually got there, I think it was his little brother. I don't know. I don't know names. It doesn't matter. Um, actually says, you know, I'll know if he's like really happy. If he looks at me, it just kind of gives me a look. It doesn't say anything. Um, spoiler alert, that does happen. <laughs> but um, one of his brothers, I think his younger one, we didn't really hear much from his older brother, um, thinks he does really care about her. And they go aside and they talk. And um, he says, you know, she's a nice girl and all that. And brother says, you know, he's gives his support to, you know, to him and to her and blah, blah, blah. Now Charity is talking to his mom and she does ask like his mom, she asks, what do you find attractive about Aaron? And, you know, she says that he's gentle, he's this, he's that, who cares? <laughs> um, but, you know, she answers in a good way. Mom does ask Charity whether or not she has been in love before, and she has. And she thinks that's a good thing, obviously. You live and you learn, right? Um, Mom thinks that Charity is warm and compassionate, and she's pleased with, with her. Mom then asks, would you be ready to say yes if he were to ask you to marry him? Charity says no. So that's very interesting that she says no at that time. And she says it's not about him or where they are at in the process, but she does take proposal very seriously that she doesn't want to do anything just like that. And she only wants to do this once. So she takes this very seriously. But I still found that very interesting that she said no. And you can tell that his mom thought that was very interesting as well. Um, Like, why not? Why are you here then meeting us if you're not ready to say yes to him? Um, And I honestly think it's just literally process of elimination. Personally, that's, you know, you have to have four men, I feel. I don't think anyone has gone in with without four men. But, I don't know, I think it makes me think back to Rachel when she ended things with her guy before meeting his family because she really didn't see a future. I think with Charity, if you really don't think there's something going to happen here with Aaron, don't meet his family. You do have the control to say, you know what, I don't think I can do this. But at the same time, I do understand that she's trying to see if there is any potential 
for them pasts this week. So she then talks to his dad. His dad to say that it is crazy to him that Aaron would be doing this. Um, he didn't really expect him to be doing something like this, but he does trust him. And then he kind of starts talking about like, leaving. Like, this is great. Like, wait till you see Christmas. Like, that's a tradition. All the family comes together. And like, sir, that's what, well, I can't say that's what all families do. That's not what all families do, but I think a majority, if you are able to, um, do that. It's, I just didn't think, I didn't see a big deal out of that personally, but that's just me. So then Aaron then talks to his dad and he says that, you know, he wants to have a love like he has with his mom and he does see that in charity. His dad does ask about the other guys and how he's handling that. And obviously Aaron says it's tough, but you know, you just have to focus on your own relationship. His dad seems actually pretty great, honestly. Um, he then talks to his mom and she is happy that he found someone who will basically have his back. She couldn't ask for anything else. She thinks she is good for him. And he thinks that charity fits like a glove in the family. So it's great. So anyway, they leave. And in charity's, like in the moment, she says that she thinks that she can see herself going to his family on weekends, bringing the kids and all that. So she can see herself fitting in. Also didn't mention in the beginning when they had dinner, she says the food made her taste buds dance. So, um, so now they're like at a football field, um, which is very important to him because he played football through high school and he brings her matching Letterman jackets um, so hers has her name, it has his very, very cute jackets. Um, he does tell her that he thinks he's falling in love with her. Um, and then he says, you know, I have something for you. And he turns on this little jukebox of some sort and, um, and is playing the song that they dance to on their first date, the Laura and Elena song. And she starts crying and is, you know, she's happy. And she says that they f she feels like they're back on track. So that's great to see that she thinks that they're back on track. Guess we'll see how things go at the rose ceremony, but, um, that's it on their date. So now we're with Joey. It's his turn. He's in Pennsylvania. And before she meets the family, they're going to be going to a tennis court. He's going to be doing some tennis lessons with her. Um, and he says to her, once she changes into her little tennis outfit, which she looked so adorable in, um, 
He says, always commit to the swing. And she thought that was great. Um, so when she starts finally hitting tennis balls, she almost hit him in the face, but he dodged that like a pro. So clearly this has almost happened before. <laughs> um, then we see some guy walking. And my first impression was, who the hell are you? Well, it's his Uncle Joe. I thought, okay, so was he named after his uncle? Weird. But his Uncle Joe has, he's come to crash. Joey is shocked that he's there, but he does tell us that his uncle means a lot to him. He's the reason that Joey is into tennis. So he's kind of like the pro. Um, and uh, yeah, he's here to help with the tennis lesson. Um, the uncle says that he likes charity, but senses that something doesn't feel right about Joey. Uncle Joe leaves and they sit and they talk and he says that he is nervous about, you know, meeting well, I think she says that she's nervous about meeting the family, but he's kind of cool, calm, and collected. Um, and she says, you know, but this is the first time that she's meeting a family that doesn't look like her, which I thought kind of interesting, only because I was under the impression that she, her last relationship was with, um, well, at least not a black man. And I thought that um, they were together for a while, but I don't know, maybe she never did meet his family. I don't know. So I thought that was interesting. Um, she says, you know, if all does go well though, at this, at, at, for him, for her meeting his family, she will be telling him that she is falling in love with him. And we get to his house and I said that it's a big house. <laughs> it's a huge house. Um, so she's going to be meeting his mom, his dad. Um, we, she's running my uncle Joe, but he's there again. Sister, two sisters, actually brother and a brother-in-law. So dad is definitely excited to meet her. Sister number one steals her away to talk and and she does ask charity like what makes joey stand out to you and you know she says they're comfortable with each other and i think she kind of says that they bring out the best in each other um i think the right what she actually said was that he brings out the good in her and she brings out like a better version of him his family is very concerned because he has been hurt in the past and his sister says that they just don't want to have to pick up the pieces um, if she doesn't pick him. She does tell his sister before she even tells him that she's falling in love with him. And I thought, listen, no, you're telling his sister, but you're not, you haven't told him. And spoiler alert, she never does tell him 
So why would you do that? I would never tell somebody before I told my significant other that I'm falling in love with them or I am in love with them or whatever. Um, they're the first to know, not the last. Just messed up. Anyway, he talks to mom and she has like, what makes you unique in this process? And he says, you know, I just feel good. He feels good. He does bring up their conversation about her concerns on whether or not he can handle being in an interracial relationship. Um, but, you know, love is love. I understand that love is love, but at the same time, what she said are all things to worry about. Um, you know, but anyway, his mom says, you know, I am afraid about you getting hurt. Um, and he questions that. He's like, why? Why don't, why don't you? Why? Well, she is your mom. So she is going to question. And this is a very crazy process. So it's normal for her to worry, you know, but anywho, um, she does get very emotional, but yeah, now he's going to go talk to the uncle. This is where the fun stuff happens, guys. Uncle so so Uncle Joe's only concern is not even with charity. He likes charity. Um, it's that Joey doesn't seem as comfortable. He does say that it doesn't feel like he's being himself. And he does say that, you know, I wonder if he is showing his true self or sh- or maybe you're just showing a side of yourself that you think she wants to see. That's a concern because as we find out in a little bit, Uncle Joe does say that he's done this before. His uncle does say that it's insane that he could potentially get engaged at the end of this. But again, I say, have you seen the show? Anyway. (laughs) But, you know, Joey stands his ground and says that this is, his unique self and he's ready for this and blah 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 I'll get to my thoughts in a second um so now Uncle Joe goes to talk to Charity she asks Uncle Joe if he thinks that Joey's ready and he says you know I don't doubt that he will be a good partner a good father at some point but doesn't feel he is ready right now he does bring up his doubt and says, you know, I don't think, like, are you sure you're seeing the right, this, this, the right side here, Joey? Um, she says, yes, but you would know better than me. So now she's confused and she's leaving and they're saying goodbye. And she ends up not telling him as she said she would if things went well. Um, telling him that she, is falling in love with him. And he can kind of sense that something is wrong because he says, like, she's not even looking at me when she says goodbye. Um, is, is this it? Here's what I'm going to say. And I'm, well, I'll try to say this so I don't spoil for maybe those who didn't see the episode. I don't understand how 
she, in a sense, seems to ignore this because personally for me, if I found out that maybe there's a possibility you're not being genuine with me, despite how I feel about you, that's a problem. And yes, I can also see from the other perspective of, well, if I just let you go, then I don't know for sure. So maybe I need to see this through um, and and kind of go from there. But I I don't know. I, I wouldn't feel comfortable continuing on with him when you do still have like a short amount of time. And I'll get to a little more when we get to the end. But I'm just like, this doesn't make any sense. Like, whatsoever. Next, we have Xavier. And we're in Cleveland, Ohio. So he is taking her to a yarn store. And he's going to teach her how to knit. That's basically it. There's nothing more to talk about. This was a boring, (laughs) boring thing altogether. But I do understand that knitting is important to him. So he wants to include her in that. But I said, sir, that is a you thing. Okay. Um, Have at it. Have fun with that, sir. I don't need to know how to do it just because you like to do it. Um, But again, this is a hometown date. You usually do something that the person is passionate about, I guess. And I just feel like you couldn't do something else. You know, fucking knitting. Anyway, um, she does embrace it, I guess, but I thought this was freaking boring as hell. Um, he does say that he wants to push himself to be better. Um, I, I'm sorry, if you have to push yourself, then you shouldn't be on the show. Um, she is scared, but yeah. So they get to his parents' house, and I believe she says, and I'm not sure to who, that her first impression of him was that he is gentle. His mom says that it's like they have been together for years. So then his sister pulls her aside, and she says that, you know, she is in this in-between place with her feelings for him. Um, she's not like, she likes him, but she's not like falling in love with him yet. She's not there. Um, she does ask the sister if she thinks that he is ready. And she says that he has been looking for the one for a long time. I'm confused. I'll get to it in a minute. We'll finish up at this date. Um, she does say that Charity says that there's nothing more attractive than a man with a purpose and a plan fair, but I don't buy it. Again, I'll say why in a minute. She then talks to his mom. She does tell her that she does think they are in the same place. She does want him to be completely ready. Hence all the things that he was saying to her previously. She also asks the mom of whether or not he's ready. And she says that he definitely wants 
wants to be ready and be a dad. But maybe the fear comes from the quickness of this um, process. And again, I'm going to keep saying it. You know what you're getting yourself into. I know you never really know until you're there, but you know this is going to be quick. This whole process is nine weeks. If you don't think you can keep up, then don't do it. Like, I don't know. Then Xavier talks to his dad. He says that he thinks he can get there with charity. He thinks, God, that's first impression is that she is a nice girl. And if you're ready, it will happen. Xavier talks to mom and he says he thinks that, so now he thinks he's ready with her. Um, his mom can see the connection. And his sister says at the end, when they're getting ready to leave, says that, you know, she loves her. She's, she's all about it. So now Xavier says he is falling in love. What the actual fuck? Let me finish (laughs) this. I said, I actually wrote down this feels even more forced than normal. (laughs) Like, wow. And she now feels that she's not as conflicted with Henry. Okay, so, okay, okay. First of all, this man is not falling in love with her. He literally just a week ago said that he doesn't think he can get there. He's not fucking falling in love with her. I don't give a shit that because you're in this point in the process, well, then everybody got to say I'm in love. Like, what the fuck? He's, no. And then this whole thing about his family saying, oh, I think he's ready and, you know, he's been looking for the one and all of this. I don't buy it. Like I said, he literally said that I don't think I can get there. So why all of a sudden now is he, if he's just looking for the one? I'm not saying the family is lying. I, I don't think they are. But I think like, He's not being fully honest with the people in his life. I'm sorry. I'm going to say it out there. I don't think he's ready for this. And this is actually a conversation me and Ava had last week that we don't buy him at all. We don't think he's he's ready by any means and don't understand why he's still here. I don't get it. And I really will have some thoughts once we get to the final the the rose ceremony um but yeah that's it for um the date with xavier do you want to spice up your love life well you can make that happen by going to love shop where you can get sorts of different things whether it's for both you and your partner or just for yourself for solo play, you can get things, all types of vibrators, maybe more kinky type toys, or you can just buy what every person may need, like lingerie or protection, or even just something to make it a little more fun, like games or novelty things. You can do all of this by going to love shop and you can use our unique coupon code reality t2 to get 
10% on anything your hearts desire. So that's loveshop.ca, L-O-V-E-S-H-O-P dot C-A, and use our unique coupon code REALITY2, that's R-E-A-L-I-T-E-A, and the number 2. So now we're at the last hometown date, and that is with Dotton, and we're in Fresno, California. So she isn't going to be meeting his parents because they are currently in Nigeria. So it didn't quite work out, unfortunately. Apparently, they tend to go over four to six weeks, I think, every year, and this happened to fall on this hometown date. So she's only going to be meeting his siblings and his grandmother, I think. There's also an aunt, um, but I can't remember. His grandma, when they get there, says that she feels like they are they are meant to be together, and that's something that came from heaven. I thought that was very sweet. So they do say, ask her, like, have you had Nigerian food before? And she says, yes. My best friend is Nigerian, and I'm like, this is this is meant to happen. <laughs> um, and then, y'all, as they're sitting down to start eating, who walks in but his mom and his dad? And he's just, he is ecstatic. He's shocked. And she's happy, Charity, that they're there. So mom and Don, they go to talk and she says that she likes Charity. And she says that, yeah, he says that he is definitely falling in love. And this is one I definitely believe. Charity is talking to his sister and yes, you have the real Don because now she's terrified from this whole thing with Joey. I do think that his, her date with Don was actually right after Joey's date because there was no mention of that in Xavier's date. So I'm like, y'all, you should plan that better. But anyways, she's so terrified that she doesn't have genuine men anymore that um, she asks if whether or not she has the genuine Don. I'm like, girl, yes. <laughs> But anyway, sister says that he does not date around. He's not one of those guys. And when he is with her or with anyone, he is 100% faithful. Thank God. There's some non-Nigerian men that are. Um, Not from experience. But anyways, she then talks to mom and she tells her how she feels about Dalton, and she does get very emotional when she tells her his mom how she feels. And I'm like, girl, you are so in love. <laughs> um, and mom says, you know, if you pick him, I will give you the nicest wedding in Nigeria. I said, oh my goodness. <laughs> um, now they are leaving. And sitting in the driveway is a vintage car. And they're going to be going to a drive-thru theater 
or drive-in theater. And it's, and when they go and they get their popcorn, they go back to the car. It is a movie about them, y'all. We see pictures, like cute baby pictures of both of them. Um, and they were the cutest babies, can I say? And I said, this is so sweet. And she's crying. Y'all, I was crying. You're crying. We're all crying. And I wrote, I love him. So as you can see over here at Reality Tea Podcast, we're Don Sands. Ava completely loves him too. We think this is who she needs to be picking. That's what we hope anyways. Um, but of course, we'll see how this goes. But I think like he is by far like the greatest guy. I think I think we've ever seen in at least in a long time. Um so now the date's over. And now we're back, I guess somewhere in Los Angeles and Charity and Jesse. They're talking about the dates and she has no clarity after these dates. She was kind of hoping she would, and she does say to Jesse. And this is the only person she says it about. Because she does think she's falling in love with Aaron. Guys, hold on to that. Um, so now it's the ceremony. And they are doing it in an airport hangar. So clearly they're going to be leaving to go somewhere after this. And um, they're kind of doing it in this order of the men are coming one by one and they talk to Jesse about the date and stuff and Joey is the last one to show up and he is the only one that's expressing doubt based on their her, like when she left um and then we're with her and she says that she knows that whoever she sends home won't be seeing it coming and she knows exactly how they feel because y'all, I forgot this, but I don't know how I forgot this. This is the point of which she went home on Zach's season. So she knows exactly how the, whoever she sends home is going to feel. Um, she's very emotional. She feels destroyed, um, with having to send someone home. So here we are. Who she gives a rose to. So the first person she gives a rose to is Dawn. And the second, fucking Xavier. Okay, so listen. <laughs> I mean, I don't know who would have been better, honestly. But anyway, so then we're left with Joey and Aaron are the only two who don't have a rose yet. And the third one, she gives the third and the last rose to fucking Joey. So here is my thing. Um, I'm very confused. And I'm not sure if the viewer is also very confused because if I think if she didn't tell Jesse that she was falling in love with Aaron, I would be like, okay, yeah, that makes sense because you guys were like, you did really slow down in your progression in terms of your relationship and, and stuff. So I would have understood her letting him go. But the fact that you said you were falling in love with him and then that night you send him home and you keep the man who's uncle fucking told you he's done this before he's shown different sides of him based on you know who he's with 
and not just to relationships, but even his own fucking family. And you kept him, ma'am, what the hell is happening? I'm so confused. I, I, I was very confused as to why she kept Joey. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like surprised she sent Aaron home, but at the same time, I'm also a little bit confused because she literally said, I'm falling in love with him. You could have saved that shit because now that's now on television. He has now seen that and said, okay, now I'm even more fucked up. What the hell? Like, I don't get it. (laughs) Anyway, she felt that she needed more time with Aaron to get there. That's fine. So why'd you say you loved him? Or you're falling in love with him. Whatever. Like, what? She knows that anything that I say right now won't make you feel better. He's definitely upset. And he felt feelings that he had never felt before. She knows that he will find someone. And I said, no one fucking wants to hear that at this point in time. But anyways, she apologizes. And he, you know, starts crying in the car. And... You know, he was ready to make her his wife, he says. And I said, well, I can't say the same for Xavier. This is what I think should have happened. I think she should have sent Joey home personally and saved these three men. But that's just me. She's very confused. Because she said, I just sent someone home um, that I'm falling in love with. And I said, ma'am, I'm also confused. But anyway... That's it. That's it for this episode. For next time on, well, either if you were to see this tonight or you've already seen it, depending on when I get this out. Um, We see her crying. Dawn is concerned. Xavier has fucking doubt. I can't with this person. Um, Joey says that it is not easy to be with him. Hmm, interesting. And then we see that someone just shows up who is not supposed to be there. And at first I thought, oh, maybe it's her brother. Maybe he's coming in again like he did last time. Based on her face, I'm really scared. I don't know who it's going to be. I don't know who's going to be. I think it could either be, I could see Aaron doing it. I could see Aaron coming back. I could even see Sean trying to wiggle himself back in. What scares me more than anything, though, is that it could be Brayden, especially because he kept saying, well, the door's not closed. It's not fully closed. I wouldn't be surprised if it's Brayden that shows up. But yeah, that's it. That's it for this episode. If you liked what you heard, please share Reality Tea Times 2 with everyone in your life. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast app so that you don't miss a single episode. Also, if you want to rate and review, which we would greatly appreciate, you can do so on either Apple Podcast or Spotify. If you are an avid YouTube user, you can listen to this podcast on YouTube at Reality Tea Times 2. If you want to connect with us, you can do so by either following us on Facebook, Instagram, or threads at reality t times two. You can also email us at reality t times two at hotmail.com. We have a website where you can listen to all of these episodes and also get links currently to just Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. 
And that is at realitytimes2.aludu.com. All of that information will be in our show notes. Well, that's it for now, guys. Thanks. Bye.